Welcome everyone to another episode of Let's Do It. My name is Anne Glover, also known as Mother Doula, and I work as a birth and postnatal doula here in our beautiful wee Northern Ireland. And today I'm delighted to welcome a fellow doula to our podcast, Leslie Altic. Now, I've known Leslie almost four years when we kept bumping into each other. four years, yeah. <laughs> So we kept pumping into each other at various conferences and seminars in the Rhine Belfast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, they're all to do with pregnancy and midwifery care or, and positive birth. So hello, Leslie. Hello, morning. <laughs> and thank you for welcoming me to your beautiful home here in this Milky lovely problem. Christmassy, dark, foggy morning. Yes. Um, but anyway, so would you like uh, just to tell our listeners just a wee bit about your journey to becoming a doula? Okay. Well, thanks for um, asking me to do this oh, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is all a, a new thing for me. This podcast thing. So I'll I'll probably ramble and you know go off on a tangent. But that's fine. Um, basically, uh, about what eleven years ago, I was doing a PhD. Uh, in nutrition research so no inkling of maternity work at all and then I found out I was pregnant and from that point on it all kind of changed so my path has over the 11 years has brought me to birth work so now I'm that is what I do now Um, I have had three kids now our first pregnancy all completely healthy but uh, you know, sadly, Joshua was still born at 41 weeks, and that was obviously, you know, the yeah, completely life changing. Yeah. And I think that's that has set me on this path. Right. Yeah. Um, because the research, I finished off the research, and then um, just took some time really to figure out what I wanted to do. Yeah, of course. Um, and have. We went on and have had Abigail and Maya, our rainbow babies, who yeah. are now six and nine. Wow. And um, yeah, I just think over the years I have um, kind of I've come. I feel like I've come full circle. Yeah. So having Joshua and I was midwifery led, and it was all like I was everything was wonderful. It was all low risk, and everything was wonderful. And when I was pregnant with Abigail, I was like, nope, I want to be seen every week and yeah. I want everything going. So I kind of feel like I've seen all ends of it. Um, and, or not all ends of it, because obviously yeah. every pregnancy is different and every um, every woman is different. Yeah. But um, I, yeah, I know how precious that pregnancy is. Mm-hmm. And because that's, that's my memory, that's what I have. Yeah. of Joshua so I know how precious pregnancy is and once you have a baby I know you know what it's like to have a small baby and to kind of struggle with this and to learn to be a parent and you know it's just there's there's no book for this there, no. there are loads of pregnancy books there's no books for parents it's just like it's, everybody just has to figure it out themselves yeah. so I put a thought, thought a long time about being a midwife Mm-hmm. And then I just thought, okay, I've, I've got degrees and, and finished my, my PhD, turned into a master's and just thought, no, I, I can't go back to full-time study at the minute. Just, you know, yeah. so I um, then started talking to friends of mine that were working as doulas or 
had worked as doulas, and of course I met you, and was uh, every time I saw you, and I'm pretty sure I <laughs> asked you a hundred questions. But being a doula um, a, a kind of allows me to support women and their families individually. That's what I really love about yeah. being a doula, yeah. is that you can tailor whatever you're doing for them, provide the support for them in the way that they need, because everybody's pregnancy and birth is different. Yeah, they're so, so true. So yeah. the, the care and everything's coming directly from the needs of yeah. the mum and the, the family. Yeah, yeah that's which it. Is so different to any other model of care that, yeah. that I know of. Yeah, no, that's. Um, I, mean, I think midwives are brilliant. Definitely. I mean, yeah. and what they what they do is amazing. Yeah. Um, but obviously, with you know how the NHS is, the minute I think that that doulas provide a, really a much needed additional service that you know it's that individualized support yeah. that people need definitely and that's one way whenever people say oh, what's the difference between doula and midwife and that's one wee small way yeah. of explaining you know the, yeah. that difference and even though midwifery care you know has the continuity of care coming mm-hmm. in and everything i don't believe it's going to have any impact whatsoever on the support that doulas provide to mm-hmm. families yeah no the, the, the families are seeking us out, yeah. whereas midwives are there to provide that support and, and to medicalise care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree, because mm-hmm. I mean, to get into the family over their pregnancy, yeah. and you know, it, it just feels more um, intimate. So you know them, and you know what they, they need and they want, so. I know it's fascinating, isn't it? Every I know. family, just like us, we're all just so different. Everybody yeah. is different, yeah. And then as you said, every, Every pregnancy is so different and being prepared yeah. for all the way twists and turns. Yeah, that's it. And supporting mum and partner as well. Yeah. So, um, Leslie, so you've you trained to be a doula with nurturing yeah. birth, didn't yes. you? Yes, yes. I trained uh, in early 2018. So it's been almost two years I did my training. Gosh, it feels so much longer. I know. <laughs> Been a doula forever. I know. That's why I think I've, I feel like I've been working and everything I've done in the last like six or seven years, I've been working up to this point. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of um, what I've done has been just out of pure passion and interest. Yeah. It's been lots of volunteering and, you know, getting involved in maternity services in some way. Mm-hmm. And now this is like, okay, this is this is what I want to do. So I, I went and trained um, in 2018 with Nurture and Birth. And yeah, brilliant. It was, yeah, the, the Florence who came over to train us, uh, I just loved the week that we spent yeah. um, together. And yeah, I felt, even though I kind of, at that point had already started my antenatal practitioner training, mm-hmm. um, I kind of felt like I knew the ins and outs first. Yeah, the basics. Um, and having been there myself, you kind of, you feel like you know, but yeah. it's more, uh, it was more about that support kind of learning how to support somebody as well as supporting yourself if that makes sense yeah definitely we have so, to support ourselves because we're all sort of on our own in a way yeah. being a doula or yeah. independent and you're self-employed and uh, we're not under one great um, umbrella yeah. you know uh, so it's important and, and it's also important why we keep in touch and meet up try meet up as well with all the yeah. other doulas in Northern Ireland too but anyway, we're sort of digressing here, <laughs> as we often do. Um, so uh, you did your training with Nurturing Birth. Yes. Um, and then you had a birth? You went yes, birth? And then, yes, I did go to a birth. Yeah. Um, and so when I did my training, I kind of 
I was working full time in the civil service at the time, so being a doula was difficult um, because obviously once you're on call for a client, it's sort of, you know, you're on call and you just kind of have to go when they need you. Um, So, and luckily, you know, working in the civil service, I did get the benefits of the flex time and all that. But yes, I had my first birth um, and I I couldn't have asked for a better first birth. Um, And I just, the the couple were lovely. Their birth was lovely. Um, They were, you know, it was all just like, yeah, it was a really, really nice first birth um, to be a doula for. Um, And so then it kind of was like, right, this is, how can I, do this yeah um more full-time um so i have kind of branched well with the doula training with the nurture and birth they are part of doula uk yes yeah. so um i thought just it's nice just to have that backup of mm-hmm. even though it's not regulated as yeah. such with yeah. the like the royal college of midwives yeah um it's nice to have the backup of an organization that is there with you know kind of support and you know a code of conduct even though if even if I wasn't a part of it I would still work along with that but so I am now going through the mentoring process with Doola UK um, so that I can become a a, a recognized doula with Doola UK with Doola UK yeah yeah. that's great Um, and then I have met my um, who is now my business partner and a good friend Emma Fraser Um, and um, I met her doing the antenatal practitioner training so we've gotten to know each other over the years and she's trained as a doula and we have gotten together and set up Belfast Baby Company brilliant so yeah BBC I know the the BBC Um, Belfast BBC yeah so that that's kind of where it's going now is um, I am no longer in the civil service that's a big move for you yes big move Um, left full-time work and, and I have to say it worked out having some, having the kids being and kind yeah. of permanent or you know kind of employment yes. regular salary all that kind of stuff yes, but of I, it's just you know you want to do something that you, you're passionate sure about I know it's such a so, privilege to be able to do something yeah. that you that your heart's in it yeah that you actually enjoy what yeah. you're doing because you hear so many people nowadays who are working just for the boxes, yeah, whatever. Just, yeah and then so I just, even if I'm making a difference to one person yeah. or one couple or what, it, it just feels like you are, it's, you're making a difference. You're, uh-huh. it's, yeah. There's no feeling like it, is yeah. it in the world, yeah. really. Yeah. So, so, and I think it's hard for some people to get their head around the fact, you know, that I know it's self-employed people, but um, that we're self-employed, but from a regular salary to just getting money maybe as and when. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or maybe not getting very much. Yes. Yeah. It's, being a dealer really isn't about the money. Oh, I know. You know, it's oh, one no. of those things we do have to bust that myth as well because people think that we're all earning thousands of pounds. Yeah. That would be nice, but it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, I do it because yeah. I love it. Yeah. So, so um, you're the Belfast Baby Company, and mm-hmm. I know that you are very involved as well with the new um, Birthwise Northern yes. Ireland charity. Yes. The grassroots movement we've mentioned yeah. before on the podcast when I was chatting to Nicola Morgan. Oh right, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so she just volunteered with it. So you can we tell us a bit tell us a little bit more about yeah. Birthwise? Yeah. Certainly. Um, so Birthwise is 
a Northern Ireland wide parenting charity. So, and we are there to support parents, expectant parents and new parents through support groups and um, walks, you know, buggy walks and breastfeeding groups. And basically just that peer support, I found that it was a lifesaver for me yeah. when I had Abigail. Um, and it, to just go into those groups, even if I didn't tell people how it really was at home, like it was yeah. just nice to be around people other mums that had babies at the same age. Yeah, I think that makes a massive difference. Yeah, so peer support is a big part of what we do, but we also um, provide evidence-based, non-biased information for anybody that wants anybody that's going through a pregnancy, mm -hmm. you know, is looking for, you know, has a query about whatever, yeah. mm -hmm. they can come to us. Um, and we also have a big campaigning side, so a yeah. lot of us are involved with maternity services, um, throughout Northern Ireland yeah. and myself I would be um, the co-chair of the Belfast Trust MSLC the Maternity yeah. Services Liaison Committee and that's just working to campaign for um, better maternity services Brilliant. so we're all involved in you know campaigning for improvements and you know things like the home birth policy that's yes. just been published yeah. and you know it's those kinds of things to, to improve maternity services yeah. so we're supporting campaigning all in one yeah so we have just started this year we launched um in september at the positive birth conference yeah so yeah and we're flying volunteers i think we've got over 100 volunteers brilliant. now and they're running groups all over all, all over, over the, the country province. yeah that's brilliant yeah, yeah. So Les, it sounds like you're really busy and I know there's another charity that you volunteer yeah. for and that's one of the reasons why we're chatting today. And it sounds like you maybe, um, whenever you're working full time for somebody, you have your set hours, mm -hmm. but once you become like self-employed, you find that you're working all hours. Yeah, yeah. you just so not, squeeze everything yeah, in. Yeah, so you're doing your doula, you're doing your antenatal education, mm -hmm. yeah, and mm -hmm. you're doing volunteering with Birthwise, working with Belfast Baby Company. And you're also a very well recognised volunteer with Sands Northern Ireland. Yes. yes. So if you want to, I maybe mean, a lot of people don't even know what Sands mm -hmm. means here. Um, and also, I know that you were recognised and got an award recently, which we're all very proud of you. So please do let us all know <laughs> maybe about Sands first and then yeah. about your award. Okay. Yeah. Um, Sands, as I said, um, when Tommy and I had Joshua, it, uh, I mean, like, we just didn't know where to turn. Yeah. Um, and Sands was where we went. Um, we went to our first support group, um, I think five weeks after uh, we lost Joshua. So, and from then on, every yeah. month, that was where we could go. And Sands has been a massive support for us over the last 10 years. And um, both of us had decided that you know you kind of you get to a point you kind of want to get give back. Yes. So yeah. we trained as befrienders. I trained as befriender. Gosh, how long has it been? Oh, years, six years ago, something wow. like that. Yeah. Um, I trained as a befriender, which means that I now can um, offer that support um, yeah. and help to run the support groups. Mm -hmm. And um, so I was running, help running the local Belfast support group once a month. And then kind of thought because of all my work in maternity services and knowing what it's like to go through a rainbow pregnancy and how much extra support you need yeah. um just like peer support mental support yeah. social support all that it's not just like the physical aspect yeah. it's all the the anxiety that comes along and with the emotional it stuff. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so i decided to set up 
a next pregnancy support group specifically for women and their partners who are going or thinking about going through a next pregnancy to come right. and um, talk about you know if they're pregnant how they're feeling because yeah. sometimes they're not feeling very happy yeah so it just gives them a chance to come and be with other people that are you know going to the same thing and having you know myself and my co-befriender who was yeah. who would come along we've been there yeah. so uh, so I set that up and I also, I when I initially joined the MSLC, I was as a SANS mm-hmm. um, user representative. Right, okay, yeah. So that was my role was just to kind of bring SANS feedback as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so it's, it's kind of, I'm trying to give back and support them. Yeah. And then I found out that I was... <laughs> Yay. nominated for this award oh, it was the one of the UK I think they had about 10 winners I can't remember if it was 10 or 12 but um there were different categories and I was one of the UK um volunteers of the year Excellent. award for support so myself and Tommy and our two girls went over to London to the AGM um back in November and um I got my award and it was lovely to have it so well deserved so just for the listeners who don't know what SANS is yes sorry no it's okay the SANS is the stillbirth and neonatal death charity right okay and it is a national charity it is a a UK wide charity yeah but there's a local SANS NI um brand or network yeah so and there's uh branches all over Northern Ireland right okay but for anybody that has been through a loss themselves now it does it is you know stillbirth and neonatal death but if anybody that's been through a loss at any stage yeah needs support they can contact SANS yeah. and and get the support that they need um that's just amazing so yeah it, it is it's a, a lifeline completely a lifeline yeah so obviously people can just Google Sans or hi there. <laughs> yeah. or um, the Facebook pages yeah. just if they want yeah, to contact and I, to get in touch. Facebook page, yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, I hope everyone has really enjoyed uh, <laughs> listening to us this morning, especially you, Leslie. And if anybody wants to get in touch with you yes. for whatever reason, you've got some contact yes, details. Yes, I have contact details. Um, we uh, we have a Belfast Baby Company Facebook page. Yeah. Um, I have uh, my Belfast Baby Company email address which is leslie at belfastbabycompany.co.uk and uh, yeah I think that's that's those are the main main points of contact the Belfast main baby, yeah main social platforms Belfast Baby Company just uh, google it we have a website as well google it Belfast Baby Company brilliant and Birthwise as well they're... Birthwise and I yeah yeah they've got Facebook pages yeah. and Instagram and, and the rest uh, yeah um, and sounds obviously as well. So sounds as well. So thank you very much, Leslie. Yes, it's been a pleasure chatting no to you. And I hope our listeners have all learned something yeah. this morning. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much.